And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You are tuned in to the Vitamin D with Dawn Day podcast. And I am your host, Dawn Day, here to get you excited about your life so that you can live life on purpose and for a purpose. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Vitamin D, it's a pun of my name. My name is Dawn and you get vitamin D from the sun. So I'm here to shed light into your life. And I do this with inspirational insights and conversations with celebrities and everyday people like you and me. Because if you want to be better and you want to do better, then you're going to have to be able to see better. So join me on this journey of living our best lives and understanding and realizing how you are your greatest asset. Get your vitamin D right here with me and get excited about your life. The power of manifestation. What does that mean to you? In fact, what does it mean to manifest? When I think of it, I think of something I've mustered in my mind, something that has been conjured up with my spirit that I want to see come to fruition in my life. But half the time, I'm not sure exactly that we have the courage to manifest. Perhaps we don't know how. Perhaps we're trying to find a space. Perhaps we're trying to find an explanation of what it means to be. Well, I invite you to sit down and enjoy this conversation with us. A conversation we're going to have with the power of manifestation with the co-founder of the Manifest Company. His name is Siraj Bathesia, and we're going to talk about how he's overcome challenges, whether it comes from alcoholism, uh, the workplace, what it means to birth a project into real life, and also what it means to carry out. So sit back, relax, and enjoy yourself. And maybe you too can find your space when it comes to manifestation. So without further ado, Siraj, how are you? Namaste. Namaste, Don D. That was uh, an amazing intro. So thank you. And uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you. Uh, the pleasure is all mine. Uh, we've been waiting for this conversation for a minute, right? Too long. Too long. I'm certain. But they say the best things take time. That is facts. That is definitely facts. Um, but you look amazing. Things are things are well. The spirit world is treating you well. I got to count it all gratitude, you know. Um, and, you know, what I realize 
even when it comes down to gratitude, is that you are able to be in the now. I think half the time when we're frustrated about things in life or we're trying to make something happen, it's because we're either replaying what happened in the past or trying to uh, project or curate so much what's happening in the future. And it's like, well, hello, let's be in the present. Let's enjoy this gift. Mm -hmm. And I'm so excited as I look behind you and I see these courage and power and love and all these great things that we can do when we're manifesting. I think this is going to really help spark this conversation. Yes. Yes. And don't forget this, uh, this one here on the, was it this side here? Uh, you see those leafy greens that was actually uh, made for the American Diabetes Association. Uh, we may be working with them in the early part of the year. Um, so it just shows you like whatever you want, you know, you put in your personal space and vision it. And whether it's healthy eating or healthy living or inhale, exhale, Matt behind me as well. Like, you know, we always need those positive messages to, to remind ourselves of how we're living. And like you said, be in the moment, you know, um, the power of now is, is, uh, there's nothing like it. You know, it's you know? so powerful because all we have is right now. All we can control mm -hmm. is right now. But we can get so caught up. And listen, I'm guilty of it, too. And perhaps we have to just make room that we're all these spiritual beings having this human experience. And it's human of us to try to replace mm -hmm. something that happened in the past and get so caught up in the happenings of the future that we don't realize what we're in right now is gearing us up for the future that we are that we want to manifest. Yes. Yes. I mean, look, sometimes the mind can play some dirty tricks on us, right? Sometimes it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a foul play, dirty game upstairs if you don't clean out the closet. You know, you need to... Yeah, you need you need to make sure even in the in the in the toughest of moments. And trust me, we we've all been there. I know you know you've gone through your trials and tribulations. We're we're going through you know trials and tribulations on a, on the daily. But how are you gonna you know reframe in, in a positive light in a positive manner to to your point to manifest what it is that you're trying to achieve. And that, you know, elusive goal, even though you said be here in the moment, you know, the moment's going to set you up to where you want to go, right? How you're living on the daily is going to set you up to where you want to go. So it's really important just to breathe through some of the trials and tribulations and make sure you're, you're headed in, a, in, a, in, you know, the right path. Because, again, all we can control is right now. So yes. right now we're having this conversation, Siraj. Mm -hmm. I would like you to share just a little bit about you. Um, I was just looking over your LinkedIn profile and I was like, wait a minute, you went to Wake Forest? I know that I you did. said ten tennis. And then I'm like, are you a lawyer or you have your Jewish doctorate? Or is that, does that mean both? What does this mean? I have my JD. I went to law school, finished that. Um, I, didn't, I didn't practice. Uh, I was looking to actually become a sports agent. And um, so I was doing these internships. They call them externships in law school. And some of these big, you know, sports agencies back in the day. And I met at that time a gentleman. His name is David Falk. He's Michael Jordan's agent. And at that time, he had everybody. Yeah, he had everybody. He had like Jordan, Ewing. Like he was, he was like the czar of NBA basketball. And I met him at Elton Brand's recognition dinner. It was near my house. So I went and I like stalked this guy, I, like chased him into the bathroom when he went. So I was like, here's my moment. I started talking to him. I was like, I want to be an agent. Like, how do I do it? And he was like, you got to go to law school. 
if you want to be an agent, I got to law school. So I come home to my family. I'm like, wow, I'm going to law school. David Fox, I'm going to law school. And she's like, you know, beta, you never even like read a book through your childhood. And all of a sudden you want to go through law school. And I was like, you know, just driven guy. And um, my brother, I remember questioning like, dude, can you really do that? And my mom was like, hey, at least he's doing something admirable. And like, you know, he must have got to law school. That's a cool thing, right? So um, I didn't I didn't stick with the agent route. There was there was some things behind that, you know, behind the scenes in that business I thought was a little bit difficult for me to try to compete, you know. Um, you gotta have these runners on campus and things like that. That's not that's not me. Um, but it did get me in the business behind sports and entertainment and you know, I had a really long successful career, you know, about ten years in that business right out of law school. Um, I got into revenue production for like teams and um made a mark in the sponsorship business so i was the number one um sports you know salesman at the sacramento kings then from there i was the number one producer at, at, at madison square garden um and then aeg recruited me out to la um so i came out here as vp of global partnerships um and that's really where i hit hit the wall you know i just got burnt out you know it's like you put that corporate treadmill on pace 10 level nine and you just, you know, I crammed like a 20 year career in 10 years. I mean, it takes people to go from a manager level into, into a VP position in my industry, former industry, um, takes out usually 10 years. I'm sorry, 20 years. I did it in 10. So, you know, that has an effect that has an effect on the body, the mind, the spirit, the soul. And, uh, I was drinking a lot, you know, when you're in these suites, right, and your corporate hospitality, and you got this brand in and that brand in, and you know it's a lot of fun. You got the corporate credit card, you know, you're 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 putting it up, you know. And uh, I was probably about, you know, probably about twenty pounds heavier than I am now, um, and just wasn't living living my life right, you know. I was just drinking a lot, and uh, someone suggested hot yoga to me, and. I was like, I'll try anything, you know, like I couldn't run. I mean, I was so overweight. I couldn't run. Like it would put a lot of weight on my, on my knees and stuff, my back. So I said, all right, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And, uh, started, you know, enjoying it. I, I cleared out more of the alcohol. Cause I noticed like, you can't, you can't put one on and go into one of those heated rooms and try to do hot yoga. Like you'll literally die. It's too tough. You know, it's hard enough if you're if you're feeling good, never mind if you're hung over. So I was like, well, I'm enjoying this. And then I was like, all right, let me uh, let me go like cold turkey for a month. You know, I had a New Year's Eve where I went out, you know, the 2014 going into 2015 and I woke up. My heart was palpitating. I had like probably like 15 vodka Red Bulls the night before. Um and I just said, if I don't change my life, I'm I'm going to die like in 10 years. And uh, that was the start of it. And then I started getting into the hot yoga. And and, um, and that's where I met, you know, Carlton, who's now, you know, my business partner now. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, yeah, Carlton Frazier. Yeah. So it was, uh, it's an evolution. Like it didn't come overnight. And then I started getting deep into the meditation game. And that's really where I kind of like self-diagnosed my own issues. Like I never, I never sought help on the alcohol issue. I just kind of learned through mindfulness how and why 
I was drinking so much and, you know, where my poison pills were, right? It was, for me, it's vodka. Like, I can never have a sip of vodka for the rest of my life, you know? Um, but, yeah, it was about six, seven years I, I went cold turkey, never had anything. And now I'm at the point, every once in a while, if I'm out socially, if I want to have, like, a beer, I only drink probably half of it or a glass of champagne for toasting something, like, I'll, I'll drink it. It, it. It's just more I can control it. But vodka, I, that brings out a different side of me. That's like that 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 Raj character gets going. It's just too much. So uh, that stuff will, will never be consumed. But again, that took trials and tribulations. I mean, I meditate any time, any anywhere from one to three times a day. Wait, what? You know, you know yeah. I was talking to someone this morning. I went out to Runyon to go for a hike. And once we mm. got back, we were doing a conversation of just talking about meditation and how some people, you know, do guided meditation. And the whole thing is like, how can you quiet your mind? And we know that, you know, a lot of things can come to fruition, especially when we talk about manifestation, when we use the powerfulness or the mindfulness of our mind. And that's why they say a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Because here you are, you turned a 20-year track record into 10. Then whatever ammunition, whatever that oomph was in your engine, hit you to a, a wall where you had to check mm -hmm. yourself. And then you went through another mindfulness transition of saying, hey, mm -hmm. we can't do this anymore because you decided to love yourself. Mm. Yeah, and just like pick another way, like, you know, like, I mean, look, I grew up idolizing, you know, guys like Jordan and Kobe and, you know, going through the wall at all costs and, and certain stages of your life, it, it, it's maybe it's required. I, I don't know, but you know, I, I did it, but as you get older, you can't put that wear and tear on the body, the mind, spirit, and soul. Like you got to start leaning in. And, and for me, it was about surrendering and learning about like, you know, universal energy and, and what the universe can provide and, and, you know, things like that. And to your point, like I just fell in love with mindfulness, like the summer of COVID, I studied the Tao Te Ching, um, you know, written by Lot Tzu and um, Wayne Dyer is a guru that I tune into. Um, and he kind of walked me through the course, you know. Um, Tao means the way, right? You, yeah, the Tao is, the, but the, the way is there is no way, right? The Tao leaves everything undone, does nothing and leaves everything undone, but everything is done. So, uh, yeah, it, it was, it was a spiritual journey. And then that's when Carlton and I, you know, teamed up and decided, you know, I, uh, I said, all right, I'll, you know, I'll cash out my IRAs and, and put it into this. And then we started, but it was a very spiritual journey to get there. You know, I was going from a number one salesman in uh, a high powered, egocentric, you know, sports entertainment marketing world into um, just feeling better about myself and, and how mindfulness, you know, uh, played a part of that. And studying the Tao had a huge impact on me. Um, yeah. So I, it, without that summer, to really focus in on, on, you know, through COVID of like, you know, what I wanted, you know, a lot of people, when they talk about the power of meditation and mindfulness, like they don't realize, like the answers come in stillness. Come the on. answers don't come during chaos. I mean, it makes sense. If your mind's racing, how can the answers come? Like you gotta, 
you got to start, you know, tapping into your chi and, and, and getting a little more centered and focused. And then even though there's thoughts, I mean, we're all human, right? I mean, the brain is always going to operate. I mean, that's, that's like a big conception. People think you meditate, it should be constant calmness. It's a lot of times it's just trying to think through some issues and maybe spending a moment and just feeling, how does that feel? Like, is this the answer? Is this the way? Sometimes I just lean into God and say, God, show me the way. Like, what is it you want from me? You, you know, made something clear. Serve? You mentioned you know? that. Um, I guess you had your ups and downs. Oh, yeah. What, what, ha- sure. what happened in that process? Uh, I just want to dig into that a little bit more. Um, from, from being like the high charging sports exec to, to transitioning into the mindfulness practitioner. Is that what you're and even, saying? Yeah. And even staying on that track. Cause I'm sure like one minute you're like, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm not going to drink anymore. And then you're doing good. Then you fall down. And I always say, if you fall down seven times, get up eight. If you can look up, you can get up. And more importantly, your location is not your destination. Where you are right mm. now does not determine where you're going to be. So therefore don't stop your tra- trajectory of where you are meant to be. So I just wanted you to just expound upon what that's like, you know, in this journey we call life, where we understand yeah. that the experience is a journey and the journey is the experience. What was your experience like? I think the whole thing with regard to alcohol was really, I mean, at first it was just like cold turkey. Like I just wouldn't touch it. I just had no clue. Like, okay, why was I abusing this? What was it? You know? And then, like I said, as I started meditating, um, and that came to me. I was already in, in the yoga scene, right? I was doing that. Like I said, I started getting into the yoga scene, started feeling better, started saying, okay, well, let me get some rest before this class. And I wasn't drinking, but I didn't, you know, I didn't really know what was going on. It was just like, okay, I'm not drinking because I want to go to these hot yoga classes because my body's feeling better and I'm, I want to drop some weight because I was like 20 pounds heavier than I am now, right? And then... From there, the meditation game started picking up. And then, I mean, it took me a long time as I was still cold turkey, but it took me probably about the better half of like two years of meditating to really understand like, okay, I was masking the hurt of my father, right? Like I lost my father. And so I wasn't there that night. And I thought maybe if I was there, I could have, you know, protected him or saved him, right? Because he had, he had a heart failure. So um, I thought, you know, I was carrying a great deal of guilt. And so my, my mask was, was like, okay, here's this high charging power executive in sports who everyone loves and is funny and is like, you know, the life of the party. And that charge only lasts like a day and a half or a day because don't forget the next day you need that same charge. So you're going out again and again. And put it on again that night, right? Because you need your, there's a hole, there's something missing. And that's when I started to realize, like, hey, wait, why am I? Maybe at that time I was trying to press, I, I don't know, right? I mean, it's pretty, pretty long time ago, but like, why am I spending time with people I don't really know? <laughs> like, you know, I'm like hanging out with these people that I don't really know and, you know, trying to impress people and, you know, living, and, and, and it was affecting my health. Right. So it was at this point, my, my health is breaking down. Right. Like I said, I woke up in that moment when my heart was palpitating so fast that I was going to jump out of my chest and was like, hey, I need to I need to, like, fix the way I'm living. Now, did you have family and friends who were 
nudging at your coattail, like, hey, you got to slow down or, hey, what are you doing, man? Or, hey, you're out of line. I did. I did a pretty good job of hiding it. Right. Like like when I was in New York, I was don't forget, I was also doing well financially. I was doing well professionally. I was here's this guy. He's climbing this ladder and it's quick. Right. And so, you know, my family didn't really I was living in the city and, you know, I had the bachelor pad doing my thing. And so it was like people. They were, it was just the fun guys. Like, oh, let's hang. see, look, when people come into town or they want to go to the garden, right? MSG, I was working, right? Like, people come in just for one night and they bounce out. But I'm going out every night because I'm hosting, I'm entertaining, I'm bringing in brands, I'm bringing in business. My boss is happy. He doesn't have to go host these people because he got a wife and kids. So he's like, man, I'm going to go home, let Raj take care of it, right? And next day you're waking, you're waking up and, you know, going in the steam room. I used to have the steam room in my apartment building. I'd go in the steam room, sweat it out for 30 minutes, come in. And even though I'd be a basket case in front of my, in front of my computer, because I had such a headache, people were like, oh, he's just quiet. He's just doing work. But I was like, I was just staring at my computer, like, just frozen. Like, I was just like, I couldn't even think. I couldn't even have thoughts. I was so hungover, you know, so wasted from the night before. But then, you know, around four or five, people DM, text, and be like, yo, where are we going tonight? And then, like, that surge happens again. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, it's, it's on. Yeah, it's on. I'm on. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. And you get in that, that wheel, right? You're just constantly, constantly, constantly going through those motions. And like I said, it just gets to a point where, like, physically, mentally, and emotionally, you break down. Um and then it's another transformation. And, you know, you go from one extreme to another, right? Where it's like, hey, I'm, I'm learning about, you know, the Tao Te Ching and Wayne Dyer and Dalai Lama and Buddha and, you know, getting deeper into my Indian heritage and things like that, you know, meditation and power of yoga. Um, so that, that, that's a different game in and of itself, right? That's a totally different way of living your lifestyle, um, and if nothing else, it's always been a healthier choice for me, you know? And like I said, I, it took me a long time, um, to get to the point where I discovered like, okay, vodka is the issue. Like that, that stuff to me is poison, but think of how much meditation you got to do to unravel that. Because at first it's like, man, I, I, I can't ever have a drink. And then I got to a point, like, after six, seven years, I was like, man, like, it was the same thing when I was plant-based, right? Like, I grew up in New York. Is it is it feasible I'm never going to have a slice of pizza again for the rest of my life? Like, that's stupid. Like, I like steak. Am I never going to have a piece of steak? I love shrimp. Like, it's like, am I going to deprive myself of that? And then it's starting to really, mindfulness start to step in and, like, life's about balance, well, it's about balance. Like anything into extreme is bad. Like you have to have balance, right? Like, um, and then, you know, to your point, I did fall off once because I did go out and try, you know, like the bike. And then I realized, oh, that's that's when I get out of control. That's that's my thing. Like I could drink that shit like it's water. And and so it was like, okay, that right. But then it was like, okay, so then you're cold turkey again, right? And then I was like, you know, one day I want to, if I get married or have a kid, like a kid or something, am, am I not going to want to toast to my, to my bride at my wedding or something? Or, or, you know, like there's so many friends I've made through the years. Like if you get together, like I'm not going to be able to have like a beer, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I, I don't need a drink, 
because that's kind of maybe more out of my range. And so I got to the point is, could I, could I get to that point? And then I realized my dragon, like I said, was vodka and I slayed it. And I was like, all right, I accept it. I can never have a sip of vodka. I've never drank like brandy or cognac or scotch. I never, like, I've never even been on that brown, right? Never tequila guy. So like none of that stuff even phased me. It was vodka. Like I liked it. I liked it a lot because it, it got, like I said, it was masking some of the hurt inside. So I got to the point where it was like, okay, I could be the fun guy. I could be the guy everyone enjoys, you know? And, um, that kind of energy being the center of attention kind of got me through dealing with what I really needed to start dealing with, but through the power of meditation and mindfulness and yoga and stuff, that's where I started really dealing with it and really understanding where my limitations, where my vices, where my weaknesses, and to some degree where my strengths lay, right? Lie. I don't think we do a good enough job of encouraging ourselves. Like, it's okay. Like, I took a picture of a book cover yesterday. I was in this bookstore. I can't remember the author, but it was, it's okay to not be okay. You know? And um, it's okay to, like, celebrate yourself. Like, yo, like, this year was a tremendously challenging year. It was a tumultuous year. I'm still standing. I'm still standing. Still standing. You know, and I know 24 is going to be better. And I know like every day it's getting better. So I think we've got to do a better job to be our own best form of support and our, you know, our best like cheerleaders. Because if we ain't cheering for ourselves, who's gonna? They say self-love is the best love. And you speaking about the fact of just, I want to say running with your head cut off, running like a chicken with its head cut off. I imagine that to be moments where you allowed life to happen to you. But when you decided to slow down, when you said, let's get this meditation on, let, let's up-level our mindfulness, it looks like that's when you decided to happen to life. And I think it's so important that we realize that we have a power of choice. Mm-hmm. So then what are you choosing? I didn't even know what was going to happen. I, I honestly, it was just like, I got to meditate. I got to learn to meditate. Like, I got I to gotta figure it out. Like, I don't know how to do it. And then I saw an ad at that time, you know, Facebook wasn't as uh, dated as it, as it is now. But um, there was an ad, you know, Deepak Chopra and Oprah Winfrey had this, like, free 21-day trial of Chopra Global. And so I was like, all right, well, what am I, you know, it's a free trial. Let me just try it. I keep saying I want to meditate. And um it was amazing. I fell in love with it right away. It was like Oprah would speak for a couple minutes, then Deepak would speak for like five minutes, and then they they'd let you meditate for like ten minutes, and then Deepak would come back in and bring you out of it. And I swear to God, like to this day, and I bought some of the other you know programs within that app, but that that first thirty you know twenty one day trial, whatever, like Desire and Destiny is what's called. Like I still still listen to those like every day. Um, yeah, I pretty much can, can write them, you know what I mean? So, um, that's where, you know, through all the storms and all the trials and tribulations, that's one thing I know was right. Cause I could have gotten a different experience in a 21 day trial, right? Like that was the one, that was the program for me, all of them, like abundant me, gracious me, you know, faithful me, abundant me, like 
they were lined up. That was like, it was just like, that was like soothing. It was like medicine. It was filling me up. And it was like, oh, okay. I am here now. Like I am learning to be in the moment now. Like I am a divine creator. Like I am consciousness. I am bliss, you know? Um, and you know, Chopra Global app has hundreds and hundreds of these programs, but that that's the one that just speaks to me. Like no matter what's going on in the world, I could always come back to that, that particular program, those 21 days. I, I could find something that's going on in my life and be like, oh, I could listen to this one. I could listen to this one. I could listen to this one. Uh, and then it got me to a point where like, you know, I started learning more about, you know, you came to our event where we had yoga nidra, right? Where that's a deep form of meditative sleep. You know, a lot of people don't know the importance of rewiring your subconscious, you know, beliefs, but even if they don't believe in that, it still is your deepest form of sleep. So, you know, Carl and I have been working around the, you know, the clock the last, you know, two, three years trying to build this from scratch. You know, I've, do a couple of Nidras a day, not as much now, but you know, when we were really, you know, going through it and that kind of got me through the sleep deprivation. Right. Um, and, uh, so like that form of meditation and then, you know, I just started like, I, I, I got so much better at it, you know, calming the mind from racing and learning to put things in different components and compartmentalize that sometimes just do it like, without any ambient music. I just do it. I do admit I like ambient music. I think some people might say, oh, I just want to clear my thoughts. I think for me, it gets me into a deeper meditative state. But man, I tell you, like when I really get to the point and you know, when you know enough about it, like when you get to that point where you could just let your mind go and it just, it just flows and it just feels right. There's nothing, there's nothing like that in the universe for me, you know, but it's a very hard thing to find. Like when you start tapping into it, yeah, what's that? Yeah. It's no different than going to a gym, right? Like you're going to work out on your body. You're basically working on common your, your existence. And the mind is, is the focal point that, you know, controls, you know, the body. Right. So, um, yeah, it's been an amazing journey. But yeah, that that started more towards middle of 16, I think. Yeah, like 15, I probably started getting the itch for it. But like 16 is when I started like every day through that app. And uh, I had the chance actually to meet Deepak Chopra once. It was pretty cool. And uh, I told him, I was like, yo, man, like you're the reason I got off alcohol, dude. And he was like, yeah. You know, he, he, you know, he was beelining at this event, but that caught his attention. He turned around. He was like, thanks, man. He was like, that's, that's why I do what I do. I was like, yeah, man, I probably, I don't even know if I'd be alive, man. I was like, you really got me a point of like getting me to the mindfulness stage. And then even when he would stop the, you know, the, the, um, the session, sometimes I just kept going. Like I was just on my own without him cue, cueing it up. I just kept going. And, um, yeah, the mind's a, a powerful thing, right? But it's also like a powerful thing to waste, right? You got to like really learn to program it. And I think as we all get older, you know, life happens, right? You have some ups, you have some downs, you have some trials, tribulations. And it's really easy, like we said, to fall in that trap of not only self-talk, but like, you know, what you, what, you know, how you're, how you're moving. And so you got to catch yourself. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury 
with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. And rewind the tape and play a different song. Mm. So <laughs> I'm like, when did you find your song or when did you notice rather when you had the power of manifestation? Well, I think we're still going through it. You know, I don't think it's like a, a, a one-stop shop. Like, hey, this fixes all. Like, we got to keep every day learning. We got to keep every day working on it. You know, um, life happens, right? You know, you got to catch yourself. Like you said, you got to catch yourself before you wreck yourself. Um, but I think, like, when, when Carlton and I, you know, started the company, and I can get into that in a second here, but when we started the company, I think that's when we realized, like, we manifested a product out of thin air. Like, like it wasn't like our background where I was like head of sales of Lululemon or brand partnerships at like Lululemon or Athleta or, you know, Gaium or Nike wellness or all these companies that produce mats. And he wasn't like a chief designer at like Nike or something. Right. It was like, you know, we, we had gone to dinner July, 2019. He was in town. I was in New York and, uh, you know, we were rapping and he was like working at FanDuel, which is the online gambling site. You know, he was doing like CRM database marketing. And I'm like, dude, you don't even gamble. Like, it makes no sense to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what is it you really want to do? And uh, he was like, I really want to, you know, figure out a way to get more people into yoga. Like yoga saved his life, right? He had two bouts of depression and yoga is really what inspired him to get past that. And uh, I, with the meditation and mindfulness, you know, um, said, hey, we should link, you know, what are you thinking? And that was when he shared with me, like, the original design for Manifest That Shit. So I was like, ah, cool. I was like, why just that one design, though? And he was like, I went to this house showing and, you know, it was a little out of my range. But I, he's like, I walked out of there. He's like, I'm going to manifest that shit. So I was like, all right. But I said, you know. What about, you know, gratitude, peace, and car? Like, everyone's trying to manifest something different, right? Not everyone's on that same energy level. And then, then I said, you know, not everyone does yoga, right? Like, he's a big yogi, but I was like, some people meditate. Like, I'm more a meditator. Some people journal. Some people hit trains. Some people read um, to kind of calm their nerves and find their space. So I was like, 
I think we should design dope products and let people choose how they want to use them. And that's how it started. And then next thing you know, like, you know, he was ordering samples and we were trying to figure out what looks best on mats and then, you know, how to fulfill them, people order them. It's not like we were going to ship them out of our, you know, basement and stuff. Like, you know, that whole engine had to get built. And, um, you know, I'm proud to say, like, we are the first and only, like, mainstream company wellness brand that you can go to and get your own customized yoga or meditation. Like, no one no one offers that. Like, right now, you cannot go to Nike Wellness or Athleta or Gaium or Manduka or Lululemon. You can't go to any of them and get your own design mat. Like, you might be able to shift a color scheme here and there on, on a couple but like you can't if there's something that means something to you like your mantra your brand or your purpose or what you're striving for or you want to you, you know you want to put a picture of Bora Bora because that's where you want to retire or you want to get into Stanford or Harvard or whatever whatever that, that your north point is you can do that with us. You can't do that with anyone else. You can do that with us. So that's like something we're really proud of because it took us the better half of September through June. You know, it took us the better half of like nine months to put that together. That wasn't easy. Um, well, um, I mean, the process in which you just described to even get to where you guys were able to connect with un with one another didn't seem easy. You battling um, alcoholism. Him, he's mm -hmm. battling two bouts of depression. This seems as though this is a perfect moment because something that you two found healing in, you decided to share it and spread it so that others can find healing as well. And that is phenomenal. So let's Thank talk you. about it. Thank let's you. talk about it. So yes. tell us about the Manifest Company. I was looking online. I saw a couple things that always stood out to me. Find your space. Like, I'm like, wow, that's mm -hmm. very important. And then the whole idea mm -hmm. of making self-care cool, as well as bringing yeah. culture to wellness. I think some yes. people think certain practices or certain activities only are for a certain group of people or only those kind of people mm -hmm. that do that. But when I'm looking at the Manifest Company, I see people that look like me, people that are into the same thing as me. It's like, this is real life happening with real people right now. I mean, let's, let, let, let's break it down. Let's be honest here. Let's have a candid conversation, right? Like the yoga community, whether it was 50, 60 years ago when it started becoming like more, you know, adopted here, ingratiated here in the U.S. And let's speak U.S., right? Because um, that's where we're living right now. Um, notice I said right now. Because <laughs> there, is, there, is, there is some manifestation going on on my end, right? Um, it has done a disservice, I think, to all of us. It's been very good to a certain particular demo, and we all can read between the lines of what that demo is. And they have experienced great gains through it. But when Carlton and I first sat and talked, he was like, how do, how do I, and he was speaking for himself, like, how do I get more minorities into yoga like he said yoga saved his life right he's from atlanta they don't now it's different but like when he was a kid right like nobody like, was talking about sitting down with you, with your feelings and how you feel and being quiet that, i was actually gonna talk about diet at that point like atlanta is not a place that's like really focused on 
you know, plant-based diet or eating like there's a lot of like fried food, cholesterol issues, right? Like he was like, look, if I can inspire people to get into some yoga, because again, like how I was getting off the alcohol to make sure I can get into these rooms, you ain't going to eat like a big fried meal and then try to go do yoga. Like you're going to start preparing yourself and drinking some water and eating better, eating lighter, right? Maybe some fruit and things like that. So he was like, you know, I feel like no one's talking to like my people, like no one's talking to minorities, right? No one's educating them on like, yo, this is the power of healing. Like you go in there and you're healing your body, you're healing your mind. And so that's where he was like, yo, how can, how can we do this? And it was like, bring hip hop and culture and design and color to a plain gray mat. Like the mat's been stodgy for years. Like who, first of all, who, the, who was the one that said yoga needs to be plain gray? Like you ain't on top of an ashram praying. Like that's, that's a big misconception of mindfulness. Mindfulness is not necessarily like sitting and listening and doing a meditation of like, oh, you're at the ocean. Right. Like, yo, there's real shit going on every day. Like you got people cutting each other off in traffic and people honking at you. That's where the mindfulness comes in. It's like, let me take a breath. Let me take a breath. Maybe that person's in a bigger, bigger rush than me. You know, let me not get through road rage. And I'm speaking this because I live it. I live this. Right. Like I go through it just like everyone else. But at first it was like how we also get, you know, more minorities into into yoga into mindfulness. And then like with my desire to bring in the mindfulness component and meditation component, now that it just became like, yo, how do we get more people practicing self-care? And there was, I will admit, Don, there was a selfish agenda here in one way. If people are in a better form of themselves, they're going to be kinder to everyone around them, which helps us. Like, I don't like going out and dealing with like, dickheads like I just don't like it's not like I like dealing with people when they're amped up you know or, or just difficult to deal with like I'm trying to attract more energy that's kind and benevolent and patient and grace like I feel like we don't give each other enough grace like yes business is intense yeah you know, look, business is intense. I understand like emotions happen and stuff and I, I'm guilty of it too. Sometimes I can be quick and blah, blah, blah. But like, I'm never coming from a hurtful space. Like I'm never trying to take advantage of someone or, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like I'm still, my, my core is still sound. Um, and so I felt like, you know, and, and, and Carlton, you know, also felt the same, like self-care and, and, and self-love starts putting people on a different path. And then when can manifestations start happening? When you feel good, you attract better, right? You got the right people coming to you. You're also giving the right energy out to attract the right people. And so that's where we were like, okay, if we're going to have, you know, love and power and gratitude and courage, and, and every mat has a story, right? Um, you know, I was like, every mat has a story, right? Like it's your personal mat. Every, it's your personal mat. Every mat has a story. Like what's yours, right? You know what I'm saying? So I was like, that was where I was like, if we're going to be like manifest gratitude and manifest peace and manifest, like we should be the manifest company. And I think like for me, the dream is and the vision is, you start seeing people posting it being like, 
you know, I was down on my luck. I got a manifest abundance mat. I got three job offers last week, or I was going through a really difficult love experience. You know, my boyfriend or my girlfriend or what have you was treating me like I didn't want to be treated. And so I, I had enough courage to walk away because I got on my manifest courage meditation mat or, you know, I found the love of my life or, or whatever, like whatever they're trying to manifest in their life. I hope they achieve it. You guys are focused on your physical, your mental and your emotional health. And I guess that's yeah. what we constitute as true wellness. Yeah, because I think that's, again, that's another misconception. People think like, oh, I went to yoga, I'm healthy. Or I went to, I meditate, I'm healthy. Like, I worked out today, I'm healthy. Nah, son. Nah, sorry, player. Health, wellness is like a wheel, right? Like, you need you need sunshine. Like, you got to get out, you know, get some air. Get that you vitamin get D, air. baby. Ah, vitamin D. Yes, yes, yes. Good catch. That wasn't why I said it, but I laid it up perfectly, so I hit it out of the park. I love it. I love it. So that's why, you know why we design like the jean jackets and the beach totes, right? Um, you know, there's some plans, obviously, for next summer to have like beach towels. Summer the to have, aprons, like, hence, in the kitchen for food. So Nutrition no matter where huge. you are, you can tap into whatever yeah. it is that you want to manifest. And, you know, and here's yes. another thing that I want to highlight, too. You were talking how just like usually mats and the story they may have told before was just a plain gray mat. But we know mm. how powerful symbols are, how images mm. work. I, and we know this. Anybody that is successful will tell you the power of a vision board. And it's almost like yes. being on these mats, like you're getting the vision of what you want. And just when you talked about abundance, like I have been on that mat heavy. I stay on that mat heavy because I was in a space of calling forth abundance in my life in every area. It's not just financially, but a peace of mind. We're talking about health. Things are working in access for me, overflowing for me. And I know myself, whether I'm in my meditation form or state, or if I'm doing yoga, I'm breathing in these uncomfortable positions and doing all these stretches where abundance is staring me right in the face. So I reminded why yeah. I'm going down this path. I never understood this. Why is not someone, and you can do this with us, why doesn't someone just put their vision board on a mat? You know what I'm saying? Like, put your vision board on a mat so then that way when you wake up, you do your push-ups, sit-ups, or read, or just stretch. Like, just stretch on it so it's constant immersion. It's just it seeps into your stream, your stream of consciousness. And, like, you know no other way. That would make all the sense in the world. So, in case somebody is wondering, check out the website right now. You are listening. Go to the computer. Take your phone over there with you. Turn up the volume and go to themanifestcompany.com. Yep. Go to the manifestcompany.com and take a look at the product, a product that's just not just to be there, to be worn, to be set on, to be, you know, put on as a bib. You got, tell us about the products that yeah, you have. Yeah, so right now, uh, we really focus in on the mat business, obviously, I and mean, that's how we started, right? Carlton and I met in yoga and, you know, I got into meditation. So we have, we got seven foot mats for those, like, you probably need that if you're 6'2 and above. Um we got regular size mats. I mean, our products as good as anyone out there, you know, Lululemon, Aloe Yoga, et cetera. It's, it's more of a sleek performance mat, um, but sturdy enough, obviously. It's, it's like a tank. Like, it's either, easily going to last you two, three years, even if it's heavy use. Um, we got the yoga mat towels. 
where we have six different designs and mantras. And that's for the, the folks who do like hot yoga, right? Right. Cause you got to put that on top of the mat and we got these, you know, the ones that have the little yogi toes on it. So it has a good stick. It's not going to slide. Uh, we got the aprons, we got the, uh, oven mitts. And a lot of that is because nutrition is such a major part of health. Like let's face facts. Like that's probably, you know, that and sleep and hydration are probably the three most you know, easy components that people can handle and probably don't do the best with. Um, talking about sleep, we have eye masks. We have Manifest Love eye masks. Um, we do have a pre-order model, you know, beach totes and jean jackets. Our jean jackets, you've seen them. They're, they're fire, you know. It's you know, so fire about that it, because I remember when we were at the restaurant eating, talking about the idea yeah. of it. And that's when yeah. I went to the Yoga Nidra event and I was like, okay, now I'm sold. Because now, not only are you sharing your story of what you overcame and overcoming, but also I saw the idea of just having a jean jacket, a denim jacket. And I said, this is the power of manifestation because I was there when it was being talked about as an idea. And maybe there was just a one-off product. And now I'm at this event, this awesome event. That was on this pool uh, 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 penthouse overlooking Hollywood. And I'm like, Dawn, there is the denim jacket. Yeah. Dawn, yeah. these people are standing about what it means to say I'm possible. Yeah. And, and yeah. even the whole story of saying, because I think oftentimes, you know, you hear this quote that God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And we get so caught up with thinking that we have Say to have this. Again? Say that again. God, I'm going to write that down. Do you drop it when I'm not ready? I, I got a pen. I got a notebook. I'm going to write that. God does not. Say that again. Say Call that again. the qualified. He qualifies the called. Oftentimes, because we are these spiritual beings having this human experience, we think as though we need to have a resume of all these qualifications, but we understand that faith is in doing because that's where it calls the work. And we know faith without work is dead. It's fact. The same with it's dreams fact. and the same with manifestation. You have to put yeah. in the work. And oftentimes yeah. we hear it is called sweat yeah. equity. Yeah. I, and I'll talk a little bit about that too, though, because I feel like a lot of times I think there's some posers in, in, in the mindfulness game. And when I say that, there's like people who think, oh, okay. Well, I'm going to manifest, you know, a half a million dollars, but I'm going to do it right here from my couch. Like if you could figure out a way to like literally get a half a million dollars to show up in your bank account just because you sit on your couch, I would love for you to be my my instructor and my guru. Because I don't know that. I mean, you have to work. I mean, one of our one of our like seven steps is like work your ass off. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to work your ass off. You have to have faith. I mean, our big thing, I think that we really differ in our philosophy is everyone says you got to get specific on what you want. And that is true. That, that There's no denying that. But what Carl and I learned is you got to feel worthy. You got to be open to receive. If you don't, no, but it's true. If you don't feel that you're worth, you know, a hundred million dollars, you don't feel that you're worth a million dollars, you don't feel that you're, whatever you're trying to manifest, like everyone has their different range, right? If you don't feel that you're worth that, it ain't, you ain't ever going to attract it. You ain't ever, it doesn't matter. Because subconsciously, that's what used to happen in the corporate game. I had to, I, I felt I had to work so hard to overcompensate because there was 
like I felt like I wasn't worthy of that. And then when I finally got there, I was so beat up and banged up that I couldn't hang on to it. But again, it was subconsciously, I didn't believe I should be sitting in those chairs being a VP at, at, at a global company. Right. And now it's like, no, who was I kidding? I should be the CEO of that company. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But that's what you, and I'm not a guy who's arrogant and cocky. I'm not saying I got it. Like I keep that opinion to myself. I'm saying, but I have to, there's confidence in knowing internally. know I am worthy of that. I else, I'm good enough because I work that hard and having more faith. Yes. Exactly. And having more faith in like what what we're doing and what I'm doing or whatever. And like it'll all work itself out. Right. But like that is a place that both Carlton and I weren't at when we started this company. We wanted certain things, but we didn't believe we were worthy of it. So now that we're talking about all this good work that you're doing. Uh, using something that have ha- has helped heal you and now has helped in, in helping to heal others. I understand that there's a percentage of every sale that goes to various nonprofit organizations. Yeah. Can you tell us about yeah. them and what they are? Yes. So when we first started, we knew we weren't going to have a big marketing budget. Right. So I told Carlton, I was like, let's, you know, let's donate some profits um, to non to nonprofits and, you know, I said, from a marketing perspective, it's smart, right? We align ourselves to people doing good things in the community. It's a good way to get their, our name out there. Um, and so we teamed up, you know, uh, with Eat, Move, Meditate, who's in L.A. here, Amir Madison, Adrian, they're great. And their big thing is, like, eat. They promote, like, a plant-based lifestyle. They're not saying, like, you need to go plant-based 100% of the time, but, you know, Start thinking about incorporating more veggies in your fruit and your diet. Um, move. You got to move every day and meditate. They want to make, you know, access to mindfulness and meditation, you know, accessible for everyone. So they're one of our partners. Uh, Black Boys Own, which I don't know if you're familiar with Black Boys Own, um, but they're great. You know, they teach the next wave of black boys the importance of yoga and meditation They don't alienate against women. Uh, One of their founders is a woman, but there's a sister organization called Black Girls Own, and we had the relationship with the president of Black Boys Own. Um, Accessible accessible yoga, which is for people um, with like body movement issues, um, because they believe like yoga is for every body, like literally like every human body. Um, and those are the three we work with the most now, you know, we do work with a couple others here and there, depending on like the time of year and stuff. But those are the three that we, uh, we usually work with the most. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I think finding your space, I feel like I'm even finding more of my space in this conversation. And I hope that whomever is listening, uh, can definitely find their space as well. And and again, can you share where people can check out your business, order a mat, perhaps if they're interested in customization, how do people contact you and find more information about the manifest? Yes. Company? Well, we're big on Instagram, the manifest company.com. Um, sorry, the manifest company is our IG handle. The manifest company.com. All one word is where you go for us. Um, there is a tab for customization. It's pretty, you know, there's directions, but it's self-explanatory. You can create your own design. You could insert an image. 
you know, once we get it, you know, um, you know, we put it into matte format and it goes to print and you'll get it within two to three weeks max. Um, but people have designed some pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. I mean, the only rule we have, I'll be candid. Like if you send in something that's like lewd or like, there's no porn in politics. Other than that, we'll pretty much print anything else that inspires you. Um, and then our current designs are pretty cool, uh, in and of themselves as well. Right. So we've got current designs there, but our bigger, biggest differentiators, we're the only people that you can get your own customized mat and, um, I'm just looking forward to seeing like whether people put like their dream vacation homes or whether they put like their trip to Bora Bora or I told Carlton, man, I was like, make me like a big giraffe mat, like a big yellow giraffe mat and our seven foot mats. I'll go into one of those yoga studios and drop it down. That'll get some attention. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like for kids, like if there's some animals you love or, or whatever, like, you know, even if there's a superhero, put it on a mat. Like, I don't think Marvel's going to come after us off of one mat or if we get big enough and they do, I'll, I'll deal with that problem. I'd love to have that problem. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's just be creative, you know, put, put your art on a mat, like, you know, get on it, like work out on it. If nothing else, have something that you're striving towards and, it's it's only going to be beneficial, like I said. If you're in a better a better mood, you're going to help those be in a better mood, right? So we all win. We all win. Everybody wins. So if this is you and you said, "Hey, Dawn, I'm interested in manifesting my best life." Dawn, what if my background isn't as clear and squeaky clean? Like, am I still worthy of it? I'm here to tell you that you are. I'm here to tell you that you have the power to manifest your best life and it's going to require you to show up and it's going to take confidence with just simply knowing who you are. And guess what? On this journey of manifestation is that you identify who you are. That's why it's called finding your space. So have grace with yourself and know that you can do anything that you want because the power is you and the power is within you. Well, thank you, Suraj. Thank you so much for joining me on this conversation. Um, for all of you listening, make sure you check out The Manifest Company at themanifestcompany.com and order your mat today. Spread some love to somebody and more importantly, manifest that shit. Namaste. Dawn, we love you. You know that. We can't thank you enough for having us as a guest. I look forward to continue watching you shine and grow and I just can't wait to tell you up on those big lights and billboards. I hope you just don't forget us. That's all I can forget us. You're going to be right there. Because, listen, I was going to reach out to you because I got a mat that I need to there come you out go. with. I had there my listeners go. like, Dawn, Dawn. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I couldn't believe that it didn't hit me off the rip to be like, yo, hit up Siraj. But we got some all stuff right, to talk about. All right, that's good. All right. Much love, peace, and happiness. And to all your listeners, thank you for tuning in. And I hope you guys have a happy holiday season. Uh, we look forward to working with you. All right. Take care. Namaste. Peace, love, happiness. So, yes, um, I hope you find something that you want to manifest in your life. I hope you realize that you are worthy because you're living life on purpose and for a purpose. And you know here on Vitamin D, we talk about how you are your greatest asset. So if you'd like to be a guest, I encourage you to shoot an email at vitamind at dawndaispeaks.com. You can also check us out on all social media at Vitamin D Dawn Day. What do I say? We here for a good time, not a long time. So we got to make it count. So pull up on me. And if you want to follow me personally, you can find me on all social media at Dawn D-A-I Speaks. 
Now, before I head out of here, you know I always say, I'm in the business of making dreams come true. And I damn sure ain't gonna forget about mine. So until next time, always remember, you are your greatest asset. Get your vitamin D right here with me and get excited about your life. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.